Well, the awards are starting to pile in for a couple Bruin football players after a big-time win against Washington State last weekend. We will get into all of that in a couple of minutes. But first, want to welcome you to another episode of Locked On Bruins. Brian Fenley with you. You can, of course, find me on Twitter at Brian Fenley. You can send me an email, LockedOnBruins at gmail.com. And as the hype, the energy picks up around the program and the fan base starts to get a little bit more optimistic, what better way to follow the football team on a daily basis than hit that subscribe button. Let's build up an armada and with your help, we can make that possible. So here's what we have for you today. Demetric Felton, how in the world did he transform into this lethal, multidimensional offensive weapon for Chip Kelly? We'll get into that. Plus, the Bruins, who were hurting for a lack of turnovers for the first three games of the season, ended up forcing six turnovers against Washington State. How did UCLA become such a kingpin for forcing turnovers? What secret formula allowed the Bruins to have so many takeaways against Washington State? We'll get into that. Chip Kelly will talk about those turnovers. And finally, Dorian Thompson-Robinson getting awards coming in after his record performance against Washington State. His senior teammate, Josh Woods, comments on him, and it's pretty profound, the words he has to say about his true sophomore quarterback. Chip Kelly, when asked about the win over the weekend, he said it came down to execution. He said it was pretty clear that Dorian Thompson-Robinson had a cleaner pocket to operate out of, and that Dorian's stats, because of that, were off the charts. Now, we are going to get more into DTR later on in the show, but DTR found Demetric Felton for two touchdowns in the 67-63 win against Washington State. And Demetric Felton, if you haven't had a chance, his role within the UCLA football program has changed drastically. So... He was just named after what he did last weekend, the conference's special teams player of the week. And before I get into this role change, here's what he did against the Cougs. He had a 100-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. You saw that. He made, I go back and I watch the replay, and it looks like he made at least five guys miss. Then he had his 94-yard touchdown catch. And I'm watching the way he's running, and it just looks like he's gliding, like He's skating on ice. He's going so fast. He finished with 150 yards receiving. And he had the game-winning touchdown at the end. It was like a 15-yarder to ensure UCLA would take the lead and ultimately win the game. Now, here's the story of a guy in Demetric Felton who has been underutilized in the past under Jim Mora. As a freshman, he had two catches for a combined negative two yards. This year, Felton, 20 catches, 321 yards, three touchdowns, also 177 yards rushing on 42 carries. Demetric Felton 
was not in Jim Mora's eyes, if we go back to the prior regime, one that was dubbed a running back. Like Jim Mora, when asked about Demetric Felton back in 2017, said, quote, if you tried to run him a lot, it wouldn't be the best thing for your football team or for him. Jim added, that doesn't mean he won't get some shots there in some special situations, but he's not an every down back. He's not built that way. So basically, Jim Mora had pigeonholed Demetric Felton as a certain skill set. Now, Chip Kelly, known for unconventionally doing things, is showing off his ingenuity here by using Demetric Felton in a way that was looked down upon by Jim Mora. So this is a story, Demetric Felton's evolution and his growth and his high level of contribution. It, it comes down to two things. It comes down to Chip Kelly's wits in seeing something that nobody else saw. And it comes down to Demetric Felton maximizing on an opportunity because, as you might know, throughout fall camp, there were injuries to Joshua Kelly and other, and other running backs. And so Demetric Felton, who did not turn down the opportunity to, to be a ball carrier, basically said, hey, coach, whatever you want me to do, I will do it. He said, I'll fill whatever role the team needs me to do. And so he's become a pretty consistent running back and now has become a special teams ace and wide receiver, a demon to defenses. And Chip Kelly basically spoke about this transformation of Demetric Felton when Kelly spoke yesterday at practice. Here is what Kelly said about him. He's got some instinctive skills. He's, he's, he's always been really good with the ball in his hands. So, um, you know, just really continued to develop and say, all right, you know, I think we'll probably permanently keep him here. So I think, you know, it, it added and we've always been searching for a guy that can help Josh because Josh can't play 70 cents a game. You know, no running back time. So, you know, I think we feel like we've got, you know, two legitimate threats at that position. I think we can learn a multitude of different things from Demetric Felton's expanded role. For one, the fact is not to subject yourself to being a one-trick pony because his ego and his pride could have gotten in the way when the coaches offered him an opportunity to contribute to the running game. He could, he could have said, look, I wasn't recruited as a running back. Coach, don't do this to me. I've played little running back in college and just mostly in high school. But the fact that he kept an open mind, that he said yes to opportunities that were presented his way, no matter what, shows that he is the essential, the quintessential, I should say, teammate willing to do whatever it takes for his team to win. And these expanded roles are paying humongous benefits to the team. His numbers have skyrocketed, so he's contributing so much more to the team by his openness to change, and individually, he's helping his stock when he thinks about the NFL.
in his future. So a win-win for all for Demetric Felton and the Bruins. All right, coming up, just how monumental was Dorian Thompson-Robinson's performance against Washington State? Well, we'll let Bruin linebacker Josh Woods explain. But first, make a memory that lasts a lifetime and let the Vivid Seats app help you get to your favorite live event. Enter promo code KICKOFF at checkout and you'll receive a discount of up to $100. Appreciate you hanging out with us on Locked On Bruins. Brian Fenley with you. There was so much hype on Dorian Thompson-Robinson. The minute he committed to UCLA, and then there was the added expectations when he joined the team. Fans idolized this guy and thought he is going to be the one to get us back and restore order in the Pac-12, make us an elite player in the nation, Pac-12 championship trips, college playoff appearances. There, to say the least, was heaps of pressure on the shoulders of Dorian Thompson-Robinson when he came here. And for the first year and couple games into his second year, there was just this moaning of like, well, when is he going to break out? You know, when... Are we going to see all his tools, his skill set shine? Because over and over we hear Chip Kelly and the players rave about his skill set, but we were just kind of waiting earnestly and anxiously to see it really come through and shine through on the field in a game. And we saw it finally against Washington State. This was basically like his grand entrance to the Bruins. That's how I look at this performance. It was like, all that you guys thought that I could be, here it is. And what exactly that was? Seven total touchdowns he was part of in the win against Washington State. DTR, 564 total yards of offense. That is a school record breaking the 515 yards that Cade McNown generated against Miami in 1998. The historic second half that he led when the Bruins were down 32 points. He engineered scoring drives on five straight second-half possessions and then ultimately led a sixth for the game winner, which took place about a minute or so left in the fourth quarter, enabling the Bruins to to get eventually the 67-63 to 63 win. And for a guy who took so much criticism on social media for being overrated or failing to live up to the hype or whatever you want to say about fans belittling you know, his stock and his worth. Well, this was a big slap in the face to those who felt that he wasn't... Well, this was a big slap in the face for his naysayers. And I got to hand it to Chip Kelly. You know, he was prodded by the media consistently about a quarterback change because the first couple games this year... The stats for Dorian Thompson-Robinson were pretty pedestrian for the most part. 
but Chip Kelly never wavered from his quarterback in Dorian Thompson Robinson. He he never felt like he was going to cave in and make a QB change because he knew Kelly deep down how good this quarterback could be. Now, the outsiders want to think that they know what's best for the program, but what this shows by what DTR did on Saturday is those people are clueless. And Chip Kelly said, I've always believed in Dorian Thompson-Robinson, even when other people didn't. And Josh Rebholtz, who is pretty high up in the chain of command with UCLA Athletics, tweeted a couple pictures after the win, and one was with Dorian Thompson-Robinson being embraced by Chip Kelly, and the tweet reads, You have to believe, even when it feels like no one else does, embrace the journey. So basically what it comes down to, there were conflicting time frames as to how long it would take Dorian Thompson-Robinson to come into a zone. Chip Kelly knew all along when that time was going to come, and it wasn't at the speed that the fans, the impatient fans, were hoping for, but by staying the course with what he knew was right, it finally paid dividends, and now so many people are are starting to cover up their tracks by saying, no... And now so many people who I have run into are starting to cover up their tracks and say, well, actually, you know, this is what Chip Kelly was supposed to do. When these are the same people who were telling me they had no faith in the direction of the program and what Dorian Thompson Robinson was capable of. But this is now putting those people in a very awkward situation and finally, here's Josh Woods' take on DTR's game last weekend. That was growth right there. Um, times where Coach Kelly said on the first drive, he gets hit in the chin. He's coming back. You see him limping around, really, really hurting out there. He was just playing tough. Like, that really keeps the offense going. Like, you see your quarterback being able to get up and make those type of plays and stay in the pocket and make a throw like that on the money and take that hit. Like, that's real growth. That's a big boy football right there. And I'm just proud of him. I told him that. Was, I'm proud of the growth that I've seen these past few games. I know he's taken a lot a lot of hits. I mean, early on, the first two games, a lot of, you know, hate and stuff like that. People blame him. People want to bench it. He just come every week with the same energy and just trying to lead the offense. And that was just a testimony to how hard he's worked in the offseason and, and just growing up. All right, coming up, find out the secret behind the Bruins forcing a substantial six turnovers against Washington State last weekend. All right, final segment of the show, the turnovers. Yes, the Bruins forced six of them, and that came again. Final segment of the show, the Bruins forced six turnovers. We hope that's not an anomaly because they had forced only two over the first three games. So in one game against Washington State, UCLA tripled their amount and they did it by forcing four fumbles against the Cougs. Elijah Gates recovered a couple of them. So did Josh Woods. 
Woods had an interception. So did Darnay Holmes. In fact, Josh Woods had his hand in three takeaways. And for him, this was an extra emotional time in Pullman because his high school teammate, you know, Tyler Holinsky, former Coug quarterback, took his own life. And so when Woods reminisced on his standout defensive play, he wanted to do this in a way of honoring Tyler. And he said that that was for Tyler, his very admirable play and game-changing play on the field. Chip Kelly was asked about forcing six turnovers against Washington State, and he described how the team was able to do that. A lot of it goes to the, you know, the ball being exposed, you know, and so we knew that kind of going in the way, um, and, and, and our defense staff did a really good job emphasizing all week of you know, how to attack the way they carry the football and, and, and the draft team from that standpoint. Some pretty insightful stuff there from Chip Kelly. And, and I know it's Tuesday now, and you're thinking to yourself, well, well Brian, we got a game on Saturday. Why aren't you talking about Arizona, our next opponent? Don't fret plenty about the Wildcats on tomorrow's episode. Stay tuned. Hit that subscribe button. Tell your friends the Bruins are starting to trend upwards. They just got to keep that consistency, and maybe they can build up a – a winning streak, and, and rattle off successive wins. But for now, saying goodbye for this episode, I'm Brian Fenley.